welcome everybody to Choose Inclusion's first live stream. And we're doing a special segment, uh, you know, hashtag Black Voices Matter. You know, we, we really wanted to figure out how we act, right, and, and support what's happening right now um, to our fellow Black human beings and, and Americans and how we could, you know, listen and learn and, and understand and support what's happening. And um, the idea actually came about from Lex Gillette. So we, we had Lex uh, on the show. We did a recording with Lex last Friday. Lex is a blind Black Paralympian, four medals, uh, was getting ready to go to Tokyo this year, push back till next year. Um, he's also a motivational speaker and a diversity and inclusion champion. And he reached out to me in the middle of the night on uh, Monday because he, after everything that has been going on over this past week and, you know, everything that's sort of setting into all of us, um, he, he wanted to have a redo of sort and have a discussion specifically about what's going on. And so, uh, first of all, welcome Mike and Nina. The team is here as well. And welcome back, Lex. Hey, what's and going on, UB? Thank you. Yeah, man. I, well, first of all, how, like, how are you? Like, what's, what's going on? What's going through your mind? Uh, you know, before, before I even start, I just want to say, want to send my condolences to George Floyd's family, especially. I can't even imagine, begin to imagine what they may be dealing with and, and feeling that at this particular time. So certainly want to send my condolences, thoughts and prayers to, to the family. And yeah, I, you know, we had a, we had a really great chat, right. And over the past couple of days, things have, have transpired and we we've heard and seen many of things on, on social media, on national media and, it's just really set in for me. And the first thing that comes to mind is you hear a lot of people say things like, I wish that, you know, I just saw something that I wish that I could unsee. And for me right now, I wish that I could unhear something that I heard. And what I'm talking about specifically is, is the video online of of George Floyd's murder to to literally listen to this man pleading and screaming for his life that was that was troubling it it was it was what that cop did was absolutely despicable i mean it's disgusting egregious we can we can put so many different words in that space and and for sure yes i'm glad that he was arrested he should be tried i think that he should be convicted of murder i wasn't you know as as someone who's blind i couldn't obviously take in the visual elements of the video but it sounds like there were uh, a number of cops who were there as well who who saw everything taking place i feel like there there has to be consequences for them as well and it's just it's um you know it's it's just it's tough to to think about um and and hear his voice echoing within 
within my mind. That that screaming was just. There's no way that man should have that should have happened to him. Um, and the sad thing about it is, it is a movie that we've all seen before, right? You have a white cop person who's black and for whatever reason the cop feels as though they are being threatened they feel as though the black person is resisting arrest and next thing you know the, the black person ends up losing their life and it just i mean we're just at the point now where it it like it has it has a stop it really has a stop and and so when i woke up in the middle of the night i i literally was like wow this is this is absolutely insane this uncalled for um it's happened too many times i mean you can't even yeah the gentleman who was who was jogging in georgia um you had the young lady in kentucky you had uh, Eric Garner, the young man in, in New York. Um, there's, there's many of examples that we can point to that have made it to you know, the front page, national media, social media. And there's there's many, many more that that haven't made it to that point that we you know that we've been able to see and hear. And, and so it just for me, when I hear all of the voices crying out, it is is it's sad, it's sad. And uh, and so it just really hit me, hit me differently over the, over the past few days. Again, I know we had a we had an excellent chat, and, and we talked about it very briefly. But after everything really just started to to really seep down deeper, you know, I said this this isn't really sitting well with me. You know, people give me a lot of platforms to speak on the things about um, the things of how we can become the best people that we can be uh, being able to you know conquer challenges in life and 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 get the most out of life um and i feel just as inclined to to speak where i can on this particular topic um because in order for us to live our best lives all of the, like this this poisonous mindset this this racist uh activity has has to stop yeah, um, you know, I, I agree with you 100%, Lex. I mean, I think that everything you said is just, it's a painful experience to to watch it, um, you know, and, and listen to it, uh, you know, what happened to George Floyd. And um, it's, a, it's a systemic issue, right? Like, these aren't, these are not one-off incidents. Um, Black people have been pushed to the margins of society. Companies and company culture continue to exacerbate it. Black people are constantly pushed aside and, you know, are, you know, don't just, don't have the privilege to live in this world. They have to survive in this world. Um, I mean, how has the events of the last week kind of impacted your thoughts and ideas around the systemic issues surrounding this incident? Um, I mean, the interesting thing is that I've had a lot of, you know, I've had a number of conversations with, with uh, friends who I didn't even know they had been 
you know, victims of, of this type of activity. And uh, it, to hear about what they've gone through um, has been saddening. I think even more, more than that, to, to know that, that, you know, I'm only hearing this for the first time and, and something within them didn't allow them to, you know, kind of speak out on this. Um, and so we see, you know, the, the George Floyd situation and, and many of the other ones that have happened over the past some odd years, um, you know, now people are, you know, feeling like super inclined to be able to say, hey, well, um, you know, this, like, this is going on, this is happening. And that's not to say that that measures up to a George Floyd or anyone that has lost their life, but just speaking on um, the fact that, you know, people have been like, all right, well, you know, I'll just keep quiet on this. Um, so, so to learn about, you know, the very people who are in my circle who have been, you know, profiled, who have been discriminated against, who have been uh, wrongfully treated um it's, it's just been it's, it's it's definitely a heartbreaker for sure we talked a little bit on on friday you know your experience with racism growing up because again you're kind of at this unique intersection being blind and being black and so you know what what was your experience with racism, you know, we talked a little bit about your mom and whether she talked to you about that or not. Like what, what was your experience once you went blind at the age of seven or eight? I can't remember somewhere in there. Um, eight. Like what, what was your experience like from then on? Yeah. Um, you know, growing up in North Carolina, you, you know, you can't be black and not have the discussion on, on racism. Um, especially, you know, I grew up in, um, you know, 90s and you know, 80s, 90s. And, and, and uh, you know, of course, my mom definitely made me aware of, of racism. And I would imagine that she probably has many of stories that she's, you know, situations that she's had to deal with, things that I probably never, never will know about. But she let me know that, you know what, you're, you're black and we live in America is racism is real, but I still want you to go out into the world and I want you to be your absolute best self. I want you to do everything humanly possible to get the most out of life, despite the fact that this sort of activity may happen to you. Um, so, you know, I can't say that it was always at the forefront of my, of my mind, but, but of course I knew that, okay, well, um, you know, there's a possibility that, that something could happen. And yeah, and that, that last chat we had, you know, again, I had to, I had to think long and hard over, over these 35 years that I've been on planet earth and, and I'm thinking back to when I was in college and there was a particular time that one of my, it was a group of friends and I, we had went out and uh, we're in college, we go downtown um, and 
go to this club and for whatever reason, um, you know, the, the gentleman at the door didn't let us in. And I remember my buddy kind of, you know, having a conversation with him, they're going back and forth, back and forth. And then we just end up turning around and leaving. And, and, um, and I, I remember my friends saying, oh yeah, you know, it's because we're black. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the challenge for me is um, being blind takes away that visual aspect, right? And and so, you know, I'm not able to to see people's reactions and their demeanor and, and, and how they may look at you or, you know, any of those things. Now, granted, I, I do, you know, I can hear very well and, you know, I hear people say this, that, and the third. Um, but I would definitely say that there's a different type of response that that you can get from a person when you can visually see what's going on. Um, so yeah, like I remember what my buddy had said, you know, as we as we left that establishment and you know, we, wherever we went after that. Um, but again, I was still trying to figure out, all right, well, like what happened? Um, you know, what happened for it to get to that point? Um, so, you know, as I continue to maneuver through life, again, you know, I'm not, I'm not oblivious to racism and I'm, I'm certainly not tone deaf to it because I believe that it is, you know, it's alive and well, and we, and we, we we've seen it and we continue to, to see it. Um, and George Floyd, unfortunately, is just another, um, you know, another example um but it's, it's certainly a different experience being being blind on top of you know checking that box of of being black and in a lot of ways i mean if you think about it in order to receive this sort of treatment it seems like you only have to check that one box that you know i'm black i'm black that's the box that you have to check and and so for me, for someone who loves to be out in the community, who loves to be out in the city and interact with others, um, the, the reality is, yes, I am black. So who's to say that I'm not, that that type of activity can't happen to me? And then you think about it even further and it's like, well, geez, if, if it does, if something like that did happen, the sad part about it is I, I literally wouldn't even see it coming. Well, I think one of the uh, interesting things that we're seeing, um, and I, I had to do a little research on this after our call, Lex, uh, last time when we talked, was what is the intersectionality of police shootings with disability, um, with people with disabilities? And, you know, one of the things I, I learned pretty quickly was that there's a disproportionately high number of people with disabilities who are um, shot by the police. Mm. And you take that and you layer on the fact that disproportionately number of black people are also shot by the police. And you're, you know, you're at the intersection of these two identities, of these two communities. That's scary. I mean, that, that's, I didn't know that. And that's that's well, frightening to hear. Sorry, I, I don't. I didn't want to in your face. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Uh, yeah, I mean, as frightening as it is, um, again, you know, I was 
my character and who I am stems from the environment that my mom established for me growing up. And I'm going to continue to go out there and do what I can to get the most out of life. I'm going to continue to, to go out there and continue to motivate and inspire as many people as possible. And as it relates to this situation right here, you know, you can certainly grab many more people who are more knowledgeable about the actual, the, the specifics of the George Floyd case or the Eric Garner case of Amari case. You can find many of people who are, who know the total ins and outs. But um, again, you know, I'm, I'm giving this platform to, uh, you know, to speak out about a lot of things. And so um, similar to that, uh, similar to what I was taught and what my mom gave me as a, as a young child growing up, um, you know, where I can use my voice as a tool, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely, you know, it's frightening and things like that, but I still have a job to do to go out into the community and, and, and be able to, uh, you know, inspire, motivate and help people where I can. That's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, I guess a follow-up question is really around, you know, what do you think people should be doing? I think a lot of people are kind of feeling helpless, um, are probably feeling, you know, a lot of people feeling angry or hurt. A lot of emotions happening in a wide spectrum of them, but I think there are a large amount of people that are trying to figure out what can I do to change what's happening. Um, do you have any thoughts on like things that individuals can do or you think companies can do or, you know, local government, mm -hmm. anyone, you know? Yeah, I think that, um, I think that, and, and you know, please, please don't take it you know, out of, out of context because it's certainly not the absolute same thing. But one of the things that I deal with a lot as, as a person who's blind is that people are just afraid to have, conversations they're afraid to ask questions they they just they it's a new situation for them so they just they literally don't know what to do and i always encourage people to let's just have a conversation about the situation i'm i'm totally comfortable in my skin i've, I've been living without sight for almost 30 years and i'm i'm totally fine with it and i want you to be fine with it as well so let's have a conversation you ask me questions i can give you responses and replies and information that will shed light on how we can work effectively together so when you think about it from a race standpoint uh first and foremost you know one of the things i wanted to mention also is i have a you know we're, we're talking about the situation i have a i have a lot of friends who um a lot of friends and colleagues who just so happen to be white and have great relationships with them and they don't subscribe to racism. Um, again, the reality is there's a lot of, a lot of white people in, in a, do subscribe to it. Um, but I think that, um, you know, individuals like, like my friends who, who I just mentioned and, and those who are on those front lines, um, first and foremost, salute 
salute to you guys. We need as much support and as many voices as possible to help in this battle. Um, but we need to have those conversations and not be afraid to have those conversations and know that sometimes it, you know, sometimes it, it might get a little uncomfortable, but if we can speak on it with the, in, with the intent of coming to an understanding, then I believe that is one of the, the most important, important pieces to it. We have to get to this point where you understand what is, you know, from our perspective and, and the things that, that can be done to help eradicate this, you know, this, this, this racist mindset. Um, and, and quite honestly, I think sometimes people are just a little fearful to, to have those conversations because they're like, oh, okay, well, I don't want to say anything that's wrong. I don't want to offend you, blah, 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 blah. But if you come to me and, and you say that, hey, um, you know, I want to, I want to get this right. This is wrong. The treatment of, of black people in America is absolutely, is, is, is terrible. We, we need to change this. Let's get it right. Can we sit down and have a, a decent conversation about this? Then you know what? I think that you know that's that's the door opening to saying, all right, let's let's come together, let's put our our minds together, and let's hash this out, so we can come to, you know, uh, uh, so you can understand, and so we can you know you can take that information and and utilize that in in being able to remove this you know this 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 racist mindset and this you know this outlook on on our people on black people you know yeah i i i totally agree i mean i think in in that conversation you know is i think something that we've all been trying to do particularly the last four years um what are your thoughts on, you know, the protests and, and the riots? Like what, you know, cause there's certainly a ton of opinions out there on all yeah. of that stuff. I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, my, my personal thoughts are, you know, in terms of like, you know, burning up things and breaking into you know, businesses and things like that. I, I wouldn't say that that is the way to go. Um, I think as an extension to that, you, you hear from, it's like, okay, well, you know, we've tried to peacefully protest for X number of years and we've tried to make our voices heard for X number of years. And, and um, this is, the route that that they're like okay i'm trying to be heard we're trying to be heard um you know again i, I you know I'm, I'm not really the type of person that that wants to go out and you know kind of um you know set things a, a fire or, or or loot or anything like that 
Um, but on the, on the, on the flip side, it's like, you, you see where it's coming from. Um, it's like, we, like we've been trying to get our voices heard for X number of years and nobody's been listening. So if no one's going to listen, then we're going to, you know, go take it to the next level. Um, but you know, I, I know, I personally hope that things can, can calm down as it relates to that type of activity. Um, because I certainly, you know, we, we still have to live here at the end of the day. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, uh, it's such a, but that's exactly how I feel. And I, I think that's, you know, how, how, um, a lot of people don't understand, you know, there's a whole community of people who've been screaming at the top of their lungs for so long. Like that pressure can only, you know, stay in for so long. Yeah. You know, and it, it's a cry, like it's a cry for help here. Right. Right. And, and, I, and, and, and the other thing I think about too is, again, circling back to the, to the blind aspect, I, I only wonder how much stronger it would impact me or hit me if I could have the visual aspect to match up with the with the audio you know I hear the glass breaking and I hear people screaming and I hear the the rubber bullets being shot and in all of that that hits me that hits me a certain way but I also think about you know what like like how would this situation be I can only imagine what it would what it would be and what it would feel like if I could see literally what was going on. It just makes you think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I mean, you know, my, like Mike, what, cause I know, you know, we, we've talked a little bit this week and I mean, what do your, what are your thoughts on that? Like, you know, as everybody knows, Mike is the blind guy on the team and <laughs> you know, what, what are your thoughts on that, Mike? Uh, well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's exa exactly what Lex talked about. There are some things that uh, there's, um, you know, it's called an earworm, you know, you get a song stuck in your head and, and it just keeps playing. And so when you hear the, atrocity that took place to um george floyd uh there there's a soundtrack that does uh you know my 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 soul hurts that a uh, a human being you know and i i again I, I i totally get i've got white privilege i've been i've been told i'm caucasian but uh i've felt this thing of discrimination being blind my entire life and a, a human being um, is a human being first and foremost to me. And so it, it, my soul hurts to know that people who were, um, who took the oath to serve and protect um, would do that to a, to, to a, a completely um, a, a, a human being that was, obviously disarmed i mean I, I i was told that the the visual is he's on his belly with his hands handcuffed behind his back and i i i, I trained in martial arts a long time I and mean, i gotta tell you like if you've got somebody in that kind of a position there's 
there's no reason mm-hmm. um, other than uh, being malicious to put your knee on somebody's neck like that. So I, uh, it just hurts my soul. It really does. Cause I, um, I, so I, 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 I don't know how I can contribute to this, this conversation other than um, just condolences because the, uh, this topic is really heavy for, for me. And I, I knew it would be, but I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to hear uh, Lex uh, talk and, and just listen. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, and when you listen to Mike say, you know, we, we count on these people to protect and serve and um, I'm sorry, I'm not, we count on police officers to protect and serve. And, and so when he said that, I think about, being a child in an elementary school and we used to we would say the pledge before they started i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god the last the last bit of that one nation under god indivisible indivisible i mean we're obviously divided right now with with liberty and justice for all. And there's obviously the justice isn't there for us right now. Um, and, and so it's like, all right, you know, we, I grew up saying this, what does it actually, what does it actually mean? Or I know what it means, but it doesn't appear to, apply to me and my people you know what i'm saying um and uh and again you know i just i always want to reiterate i I know that everyone doesn't have that mindset um but we've just seen so many instances of of it happening that it's like when when does it end because there's a large group of people in 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 america who do have that type of outlook on us. Yeah, uh, I'm with Mike. I'm like, I, yeah, I, I think that's that's a great place to to leave it. I mean, what Lex? What what are some parting words? You know, I think, um, yeah, we just want to hear from you, like. What are some parting words that people can can use constructively? And I think that we're we're big on action, and people want to know like how, what they can do. Um, you know, I'll just circle back to what I had touched on earlier, and and just literally having conversations surrounding this really like thoughtful serious, genuine conversations surrounding surrounding this matter because it is, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are afraid, a lot of people who are scared, rightfully so. Um, I mean, we're living in a world now where literally something can get posted and and it can get shared at the drop of a hat. Um, so you, I mean, you can see that bam, 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 very quickly. And, uh, 
and so you think about the friends that, that I do have who, um, you know, who are white and, and yeah, like we, we have conversations around this. It's okay. Like you can talk about it. I mean, as long as we're, as long as they're the sole intent is to come to, you know, a, a, a solution, like, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. It may get a little uncomfortable at times. That's okay. But the intent is to come to a solution so that we can live within the boundaries of this country and this world together peacefully so that we can love each other so that we can, so that we can, you know, at the end of the day, understand that, okay, it's cool. Like, okay, you're white, I'm black, you're brown, whatever color you are. Like we can live within the boundaries of the, of this earth and, and love each other, be connected, help each other. And I mean, that's, 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 that's really all it is. Um, but we have to, we have to get to the point where we can eradicate this, this mindset of, okay, well, you look like this, so you must act like this, or I must treat you like this. Like that has no place in America that has no place in on on this earth um and the sooner that we can sooner that we can you know talk about these things and and gain a, a better understanding um, i think is you know when we'll actually be able to to uh make some progress because again you know i like there's so many people out here who, you know, they want to understand and they want to help, but there are, t you know, a lot of people out here. They don't want to understand and they want to continue to put their, put their knee on the neck of black people. And that's, that's not what we need. Absolutely not. Because that is, that is, that is, despicable that is, that is that's just that's, that's just trash so perfectly said lex i think you encompassed everything um in those final words and thank you so much for your graciousness and the vulnerability you brought today um these are hard topics to talk about and um we really appreciate you coming here and and honestly sparking us to to come together and and have these hard conversations um because of you we are actually going to be hosting a series of these conversations with black leaders like yourself to bring their perspectives and elevate their voices and amplify their voices because that's that's what we need right now and i think the graciousness and vulnerability you showed today um, was so powerful. And so thank you again for joining us. I appreciate you, Nina, you be Mike. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm so used to getting on stage and, and you know, speaking on, on um, topics on the other end of the spectrum, but this is just as important, if not more important, um, 
because at the end of the day, we, we can all live and, and thrive within this country and this world together. And, and that's, that's the world that I want to see because it doesn't matter what we look, our, our gender, our, uh, any of those things, it, it doesn't really matter. Like diversity is, is, it's amazing because each of us has something uniquely special to offer the world. And, and we deserve to be able to put that in the world so that we can, we can push things forward and make this place a better, uh, a better space for everyone to, to live and thrive in. Well said, well said, sir. Well, thank you again. Thank you, Lex. Thank you to our listeners. Uh, and uh, we are going to sign off, but we'll be uh, stay tuned on our Twitter and LinkedIn pages to find out about our, our uh, upcoming episodes. Thank you again, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Take care.